0: Enter by May first, and the winner will be announced on the May eighth episode. Disclaimer: Fifty dollars will be provided for transportation, along with a two hundred dollars Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America.
1: This is a headgum podcast. I, 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 I am
0: What's up shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your host, Johnny G. Johnny G from the streets, John Gabris, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy.
1: The number one fuck
0: boy. I still don't know how close to hold the mic to my mouth when I scream that shit. Guys, we're back in the High and Mighty studios, which of course is just a room in my apartment, featuring my silent co-host, Arthur Gabris, the Boston Terrier, seven years old, gray in the face, and joining me today are guests, comedians, rockin' and tours, and that's definitely not how you pronounce that word, and uh, we're all just freshly back from San Diego Comic-Con, another thing we have in common, which I feel like will come up in this episode as we talk about Star Wars. Nick Weiger, thank you for coming to the High and Mighty studios.
2: Gabris. I am happy to be here. <laughs>
0: thank you, Wags. <laughs> the cold, hard truth spewing from Wags. And EML, Aaron Mallory Long, thank Hi. you so much for joining. Do I call you by all three? Yeah, sure.
3: E-M- Most people do. Most people say EML. Most people, yeah.
0: Do, do you get like, do you have friends that call you just like Air?
3: <laughs> no, I, people tried to do that in middle school, and it never really quite worked out. It's
0: hard to shorten a four letter. Yeah, name. you
3: can't. You can't shorten it. I will say, if people refer to me as Aaron Long, like at a new job or something, I'm like, who is that?
0: Yeah, that's confusing like, too.
3: Because Mallory about? is your
0: maiden name, right? No,
3: Mallory's my middle name.
0: Oh, oh. but you're married to a dude named Long. Yes, Mallory's yeah, okay. just
3: been my name forever, but my maiden name is Hooth. So before Which were you Erin
0: Mallory Hooth? Yes. You went by EMH.
3: I didn't. I never I just it was Hooth is a very uncommon name. Right. So I didn't have this problem. And then Long is a very common so name. So being Erin Long is just yeah. like you need to there's And I was be like a- I got to add Mallory. Plus I really like my middle name, so. How do you spell Hooth? H U T H. Wow. Just like Charlie Pooth.
0: Who's now you now you lost me.
3: Charlie Pooth is an internet sensation. What? <laughs> 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 he did the uh, Fast and Furious song. Ah. Oh. He's the singer on that.
2: Huth made me more think of Hoth, the yes. ice planet.
1: Ooh. Well, I did always segment. love that. I did,
3: that's a better segue, and I did enjoy that. I would definitely, comparison. like, any name
2: tag,
0: just finish that U to a circle yeah. and just make it Hoth.
3: and be like, cold out there for you? <laughs> wink. <laughs> and then everyone in my third grade class is like, who are you? <laughs> I think, EM,
0: are you Nicholas? Is that your birth Yeah, name? my
2: Nicholas, middle name Frank.
3: Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's Nicholas
2: great. Frank Weiger.
3: Now did Frank you go is by an mi- interesting middle name.
2: Yeah, you know what? My my great grandfather who died shortly before I was born, his first name was Francis. And my parents, I think they were this was, you know, the eighties, and I think they were thought that Francis was a name that would get me teased yes. as a middle name as a boy, which they were probably right about, so they shortened it to Frank, which is what he went by. Wow. Nicholas Frank. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like
3: that middle name. I feel like we... <laughs> now, now, now's the time to say
2: we
0: are re-recording in this episode of Star Wars right. about three weeks after the fact because I botched yes. it and didn't turn on Aaron's mic last time because uh, I'm an accidental misogynist. <laughs> Not only am I intentionally misogynist, but it turns out I'm also sometimes serendipitously misogynist, <laughs> which makes me kind of upset, but... and I. Now that we're doing this, I'm having déjà vu. We did talk about our middle. I think names we did. Time. I think yeah. we did. I can't quite remember that. Yeah, I feel like does that happen to you a lot because y- you have the yeah, yeah. The
3: I, I I tend to be like a like a like a what's that word? God, I don't know. You know, an ambassador, an ambassador of middle names. Oh, okay. like As a result, because like I use my middle name, and so I o- often talk about. Mallory middle names. is a
0: great middle name. Thank it really you. Is. I know it, it's like a it's like a strong protagonist's last name yes. as well, but it could also be a strong female protagonist first name
2: you've also just got great initials eml
0: yeah saying
3: eml sounds yeah.
0: cool. It, i guess maybe because it's close to emf like, it yeah. feels oh, sure. like eml or edm it sounds like it's a thing already <laughs> yeah
3: or like fml yeah, or I, tmj I get lot... <laughs> tmj which who did from. who
2: did uh, mm-hmm. unbelievable that's EMF. that was yeah, emf yeah. okay all right.
0: yeah um if someone calls you nicholas do you correct them to nick that no happen as often as
2: i'm fine with it i mean that was really a, really only a, a mad mom thing yeah, it was like, like, like I was a disobedient kid and, and mom had to, to break out the full name but I yeah I've, I've basically always been by Nick even my professional name which is a, a dumb thing you have to in do the with guild, the inter- yeah. yeah the entertainment unions is Nick cause yeah. that's just what I go right. by same
0: here mine in Sagan WJ is John yeah. J-O-N only my mom calls me Jonathan and then like randomly some paperwork I filled out early in my career that still comes back. Like, I get a residuals check from Happy Endings, like, yeah. uh, like, for 16 cents addressed to Jonathan Gabris every once in a while.
2: You know, one thing that actually pisses me off is, and I don't know how to change it, but on Battle.net, which is Blizzard's online gaming service, I I'm read... i sorry,
0: I don't know if... I, I didn't need that. Stuff. <laughs> I didn't need the explanation. <laughs> I have it open on my computer currently. <laughs>
2: I, uh, I, at some point, I guess I ma- registered as Nicholas, and so it says, like, when I go on the forums where it says Nicholas W., and uh, it kind of drives me crazy, because I'm like, I, that's not something I never go by.
0: Yeah, and that's so far removed from, like, what you would be called. Like, right. Nick W., like, people call you Weiger in right. addition, so it's like, to be Nicholas W. Eliminates the... That would be like me going as Jonathan G. And yeah, like, yeah. No one, <laughs> a lot of people don't even know my first name is John until right. you see it on, like, Twitter or something like and that.
3: And then you're like, what? You have a first name?
0: Yeah, I'm one of those like uh, Kate Spencer, longtime friend of mine, like about three years into knowing each other. She goes, I always thought your first name was Peter. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> like just no one ever said it. Like Peter like... Gabriel. And I think that's why, because I yeah. think it sounds like the sledgehammer. Yeah. Dude.
3: <laughs> See, I always with with Huth. Which is a very hard word to enunciate. I used to always get called Hooth. I would just get addressed as my last name right. all the time.
0: Single syllable last name or a two syllable last name. Yeah, like, uh, it's the, like uh,
3: something people really like screaming, like in high yeah. school, like Hooth.
0: <laughs> well, that's got like a <clears throat> chant to it too. So, yes, if I could, how on uh, how did this get made? They scream Zooks for Manzoo. saying yes. June. It sounds like yes. that. Boo, Boo earns. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who if exactly. I I would feel like. You, did you get
3: called Huff at all yeah always always that yeah always my mom was a teacher in my high school and so she would get a lot of like it would it, they would yell Huth at both of us which is <laughs> uncommon for women to yeah. get yelled at by their last names but people loved doing it right
0: it's it's a tribute to it's a, a tribute to your last name yeah. The name Huth is like no yeah. matter what You'll still scream it at your <laughs> teachers, <laughs> I
2: guess.
3: Yell it. Down
0: teachers off. and students alike. "Do you get uh, Weiger mispronounced I as def, the yeah I, Wigger?"
2: I of course get Wigger. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say I probably get that more often than Weiger as per, people's first attempts.
3: What, so here's that's my, so confusing to me. Yeah,
0: that's what this is where I have a little. Uh, I want to take a stance here. Mm -hmm. I have no qualms about people mispronouncing my last name, even though it's only six letters. Yours is five or whatever. (laughs) You're long, rarely mispronounced. Yeah, not mispronounced. (laughs) But I'm okay with it if you mispronounce it, if it still is correct phonetically. Yeah, sure. But people just say, like, look at my name and then look at me, and I see that they're like, all right, I'm going to take a fucking swing. (laughs) And if you look at my name and don't say Gabris or or, Gabrus or Gabrus, like something like that, Those are all fine. G-A-B-R-U-S. But when people say, like, the most common one is
3: garbus? Yeah, sure. No.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, or grabus, or grabus. They try to put the R in front of it. It's just a lot
3: of dyslexics, I think. I honestly think... Like, a lot of, like, looking at it and...
0: Right. And I think part of it is, like, maybe the B and R traditionally have, like, a really hard, like it's easy to flip them or something because yeah. it's really confusing and it bothers me a little Right.
2: Bit. But I do know a couple of people who, to Aaron's point, who discovered later in life like into adulthood that they were dyslexic. I think it's yes. I think it's one of those things that's more common than you realize. You're yeah. just sort of like, oh, I'm a slow reader. It, it takes me a long time to get through a book and then you don't realize you're actually mentally transposing letters. Right. right. It's like a, a genuinely...
3: It's a, 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 g- a real thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. That happened
0: because uh, I had this conversation about uh, Grabus Garbus and something with my friend Tyler. <laughs> Garbus. Garbus. is yeah. great.
2: <laughs> Which is the most common one.
0: And then it turns out never even heard the name Gabris my whole life from anyone except for my immediate family. Never heard the name Garbus. Mm-mm. But recently in the last couple years, the director of the documentary, the Nina Simone documentary. Okay. Her name was uh something garbus. <laughs> And then a woman from the band Toon Yards, who's the lead singer's name is Meryl Garbus. Wow. Two Garbuses recently. Never seen, never seen Gabrus on anyone else's yeah. name without being a distant relative of mine. And then Garbus, I now see it and in people who are making movies and music,
2: which is weird. <laughs> I have a, a Facebook friend from a guy who's not, he's not related to me, but I think he just added me because he was an, another Weiger. And Weiger's not a super common name, um, but he's a dentist in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> who's got two daughters going to the University of Alabama, and it's just like he's like there's no connection at all. But I'm just like caught up with this guy's life because yeah. he friended me. And then there's also because the name Weiger, I, I for for the longest time in high school and and middle school, it, yeah, it, its adjacency to uh, the ethnic slur was like something of a curse, and I was just like, ah, fuck this name. And then I was in the California All Southern. Uh, orchestra in high school, of where course. a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of kids pl- <laughs> playing the bassoon, and a bunch of kids from uh from different high schools like get together yeah. to form this this one concert only orchestra. And there was a kid in it whose l- name actually was Jacob Wigger with wow. two G's. Wow! And I was like, guy. oh boy, that's wow. a wow.
3: That's a big- hard. There was <laughs> a big. <laughs>
0: There was a big legend in my in my town that the Burlington Coat Factory oh. in uh, on Long Island had a wigger section. They didn't realize they had, like a <laughs> sign, they had like a sign that said wigger. They had no idea what it meant. They were just like, I guess moms were asking for wigger clothes. Like this oh, was God. the '90s, yeah. So right. like we didn't know how bad that word right. was.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is it okay to say? I Should so- we be saying it now? <laughs> Should we,
0: we? I think we have to put a soft A on in the yeah. end. We have to say Wigga. Yeah. I think. Even, yeah. Unless it's in a song. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> can't believe this is the conversation. Guys, we're here to talk about Star Wars today. <laughs> but we touched on some things that led up to Star Wars. Right. Uh, our our uh, hard to pronounce names. Yeah. That's a big part of the Star Wars lore. Uh, we mentioned Comic Con. We mentioned uh, being a bassoonist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We mentioned uh, weird childhoods and uh, uh, a slur. Well, that's uh, speaking of slur adjacent names, my last name is has gay and briss in it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, which is like to the point where my brother is a teacher and he goes by Mr. G. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. They, they call him Mr. G because he's like, I don't. Getting a, a group of like 10 year old kids to say gay. Yeah. They're just like, they're just like
1: yes, yeah.
2: yes.
0: You don't want to be the punchline
2: for a Jackie the Joke Man, Martlin one liner. <laughs>
0: Uh, This is how I host my podcast. Guys, it's time to talk about Star Wars. But first, I want to take two quick asides. One to say, I saw Jackie the Joke Man in the Westbury Music Fair with my parents when I was, like, 12. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was, like, the most offensive. My dad was a big <laughs> Howard Stern listener. Yeah. It was, like, the most offensive hour. He was, like, talking about it. He's, like, you know what? A Chinese girl is a big old pussy. Like, you know, just saying the most <laughs> insane shit. And I'm sitting with my mom and dad. My dad, who was, like, raunchy and that was understandable, but my mother was, like, oh, sweating no. pouring down her face. She was, like, what is this? I know Jonathan likes comedy, but this is weird. <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, the other side is teacher's called me slurs like my God. high school te- high school social studies and football coach called me gay boy wow. My wow gym teacher called me grab ass and then the dean of attendance head of also dean of athletics called me garbage
2: and you're not like <laughs> this wasn't like you're not like an older guy this wasn't like in the 70s no, this, was, this, <laughs> was like, this
0: was the mid to late 90s <laughs> it was still pre uh sensitivity and pc stuff right like, Yes, but uh, enough that teachers should not be calling students gay boy for <laughs> yeah. like an entire year.
3: <laughs> like That's a little extreme. Yeah. And even
0: taking it off the football field and bringing it into my history class was kind of brutal. Like raising my hand and being like, gay
3: boy? Oh my God. <laughs> wow.
0: I think it gave me the thick skin that I would continue to need for the rest of my life <laughs> to try to be a, a comedic actor. All right, now let's talk about Star We'll skip the, dirty rev- uh, the skip the shitty reviews of my show and let's get into Star Wars because... We need time. It's too general of a topic. We could do an hour episode on Empire. Very true. We could do an hour episode on any of them.
3: Maybe we, not any of them. We
2: <laughs> could do an hour episode on, because I know this, because this is a podcast I listen to, the Star Wars Minute. Where they where do an hour on each minute. They do an hour on each minute of the movie. and oh my I There is more than enough to talk about if we did, you know, minute 27 of return of the jedi and we just isolated that minute that we would have more than enough to talk about to fill an hour easily that's so i've heard about this yeah
0: fascinating that sounds like the kind of task i would love to get behind yeah. oh yeah or those dudes there's like that new zealand podcast or australian podcast where the guys watch grown ups 2 every week yeah and <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. about it it's like it's called like the worst idea ever <laughs> yes. podcast like that's such i never listened to that either but that's such a fun premise
2: yeah and like Basically, what I've learned from doing a a podcast for uh, over a year now and and guesting on various podcasts for some time before that is you can just have a podcast where the topic is anything and it will find an audience on the internet. Because case in point, (laughs) this podcast
0: right here, which I just couldn't come up with something to do. And I didn't want to. I like just eliminated work for myself to the degree. I'm like, well, I'm going to talk to specific people about specific things I want to, which makes it impossible to book. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Because I can't like ask a friend to come on unless I'm like a friend. I'm like, oh, what? what do you want to talk about? Do you like, like like my friend Hayes just emailed me like eight things that he's into that he thinks I might be into. Oh my God. This is so much work for my guests. Right. (laughs) Not including making them come twice to my house on the West side.
2: (laughs) We do a, uh, we, my podcast I do with my buddy, Mike Mitchell. We do, it's called Doughboys, and we go to a chain restaurant and then we review it on the podcast. But that's a big ask of someone who's not like a close friend of like, Hey, we're going to first, we're going to go to this restaurant and we're going to eat a (laughs) meal and then we're going to go to the studio and we're going to discuss it like that's an entire evening evening. yeah
0: yeah that's a that's a real that's a real ask but it is the one thing like that also is your podcast is fun you guys are fun if you listen to it you know it's going to be good but also it's one of those things where it's like i guess it's an excuse to eat at a chain restaurant. Yeah, yeah sure, It's yeah. like the way I the way I would use it is like I
3: would Which, never choose
0: to go eat it out back until right. I was on Doughboy.
3: Right. Well, surprisingly, like my podcast is just watching the series Friends and like sometimes I feel bad just asking someone like, Can you watch two episodes of Friends and then come talk to me and my co host about
0: Are you it? going episode by episode or yeah, is it sort of we like we do
3: two episodes of Friends for each episode of the podcast? Oh, so we're smart. at the end of season seven right now.
0: How many seasons of Friends were Ten. there? Ten. Jesus. What do you do after this?
3: We're going to do Joey, which ran for two seasons. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy. And, which and is then a spin-off, get on. Which I've never seen. <laughs> then, uh, then go on. Yeah. And then, uh, then Mr. Do, Sunshine. Do everyone's sp- spin yeah. that they got.
2: Yeah. You should start with, uh, as a prequel to the a preview episode of the Joey podcast, you should do the Drea de Mateo's last episode of The Sopranos, where she was written out, so she would go, go play Joey's sister.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: I forgot about that. Those worlds are now connected. Yeah, Yeah. Someone told me that the Family Matters, uh, the mom, is the elevator operator in Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers, Strangers. yeah. So that is a connected world. It's Mm -hmm. technically a spinoff. Yeah. Does that mean the creator of Perfect Strangers gets a little money from... from every episode of Perfect Strangers? I bet. Be, I mean, I'm sorry, from every episode from of
2: Family, Family Matters? Mad- I, I bet, and I, I bet assume. that's part of why they do that. Like, they're just like, let's justify this as kind of a backdoor pilot. We'll yeah. say like, oh, we like this actor. We'll just say she was also, the, it's the same character, and right, then right, just carry right. all that and then over. And that way
0: people are like, I love Perfect Strangers. Mm. I'm curious about the elevator operator's entire family. <laughs> yeah. I hope he has a nerdy neighbor that ends up being the breakout
3: star. I hope there's weird stuff that happens <laughs> yeah. that makes no sense on this show.
2: Well, you know, this connects to indirectly to Star Wars, but there was a, a period in the 80s and into the 90s where – a sitcom creator, an executive producer would also get a writing credit on the theme song because they'd make so yes. much money off of the theme song <laughs> being replayed over and over again off of those residuals, and it was just like a very nefarious you know, way to just uh, just get a little extra money. Um, and I suspect that is was somewhat at play with J.J. Abrams' writing credit on the Lin-Manuel Miranda penned uh, Cantina song from The Force Awakens oh. because it's yes. written by the two of them, and I'm like... JJ's skimming a little off the top with that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. JJ Abrams, huh? Who can I get to write this with me? Maybe the t- the, the Tony phenomenon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's like.
2: <laughs> that's one of those collabs where you're just like, uh, oh, yeah, this looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just, you're just signing off on what the other guy is doing. <laughs> right, right. But...
3: Right, yeah. Like, yeah, great job, Lynn. Uh, yeah. Lynn Manuel, have a great time. Like, yeah. Judd
0: Apatow, like, I mean, <laughs> love the guy, but he has writing credits shared with, like, uh, all, like, the, Amy. Amy Schumer's movies about her, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, and like, and like uh, that's such a smart move of like, yeah, I'll help you. I'm, I'll get us, I'll get us going. But let me write it with you, yeah. <laughs> let me get, a, let me get those credits.
3: I like the idea of those people actually sitting in a room and like, like Lin Manuel is like writing music and like JJ's like on his phone, like scrolling Twitter or something, and like, yeah, sounds great. Like,
0: I'm pretty sure if we're before we get any further into Star Wars, let's keep talking about nefarious money making behind the scenes. I'm pretty sure Nick Cannon does the same thing on Wild Now with like all the songs, yeah. He does like the he makes the beats for them. Okay, so I think he gets like cap money off wow. of the albums that we're that we are singing too that we're improvising on his show. He then sells an album. I think. Wow, guys, we got to talk about monetizing this podcast.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Say no more until we get sign off from Lucas that we're making money on this. Uh, yeah, speaking of making tons of money, let's get back to riffing about Star Wars on right. the podcast in my in my living room. <laughs>
2: I'd say this is more of a home office. Yeah, this yeah, is a this home. Is this, this is, is currently
0: office. a home office. Yes. Uh, um, I also a guest room, and uh, you know, if things go right, a nursery as well. Oh <laughs> boy! Yeah. does
2: Arthur know about this? Arthur does,
0: <laughs> We tried to explain to him. I was like, "Dad is doing direct deposits now." He's <laughs> 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 like, "Why do you have? Is that the only way to explain to me that you're? I'm now coming inside of my wife." <laughs> Your mother. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how the talk goes, right? <laughs> no more coming in a snapple jar, <laughs> snapple bottle. <laughs> All right, drop it. Change the subject. <laughs> Stop. Speaking of dad issues, yes. Star Wars,
1: <laughs> right? Swish. Uh, uh,
0: so, what was? What's everyone's? We're we're close in age, but what's everyone's um, introduction to Star Wars? Do you remember, like, when you first got hooked or the first saw it? I'm sure we all have different origin stories. Yeah,
3: I, I have a younger brother. I have a brother who's five years younger than I am. And like my parents didn't care about Star Wars. And somehow the two of us discovered it. And I do not know how. I just remember that suddenly like every single weekend was like us just watching Star Wars like alone. Right. Because it wasn't
0: like it came out in the theaters when, we, when you were kids. kid. No,
3: I wasn't. The first one that I was alive for was uh, episode one. Wow, exactly. I
0: think I was alive when Jedi was eighty five.
2: Jedi was, was eighty three. I was alive for Jedi's uh, release, but I was not old enough to attend it. I was it. one. Yeah, yeah. I, um, to... <laughs> I would have been three. And uh, I
0: tried to get in.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> let's pretend I'm really young, and that's why I wasn't available for eighty three, and not um, that I was just born in eighty four.
2: <laughs> but the the thing I like. I think of Star Wars as just always having existed. Like, I don't remember yeah. my introduction to it. It was just a part of... It was like Santa Claus. Like, I don't remember right. when I learned about Santa Claus. I just always knew about Santa Claus when I was a kid. And I had, like, a... a, a my brother had a shitload of... He's five years older than me. He had a shitload of Star Wars action figures, um, the old Kenner ones. That's those, a great those way are, in, isn't yeah, Older yeah, yeah.
0: brothers are, like, the the gateway into anything cool like oh for sure or not cool but cool for your age like yeah yeah depends on what your older brother's into really we had an older brother like i don't have any older brothers but one of our neighborhood friends had an older brother who was really into metal yes and there was like a period of time (laughs) when i was like in fifth or sixth grade where we were like slayer metallica and (laughs) i was like just like tommy you know Um, we're cool like tommy because he's this dude is 20 and he likes metal so you're like that's cool and then when you get older and you're like that guy was hanging out with five thirteen-year-olds, right? Like every week, he's a fucking loser.
2: We had the same thing. Like I remember once we one of our uh, one of our friends. We were like all fifteen, and uh, a, a female friend was dating this guy who was like twenty-three, and we like went over to his apartment, and, like hung out, and we we're like, you know, there was like weed, and like we we're like watching an R-rated movie. We're, like this guy's really cool, and then like in, when you're in college, you're, like what the fuck? yeah? Why was she dating a guy? Why, like why did anyone think this was okay?
0: And if he was was To date a 50 year old girl, which is already disgusting and insane, yes, to me, the worst part is having four 15 year old girls. Oh, my tag. god, yeah, I know, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to commit statutory rape. These yeah. fucking guys are over here trying yeah. to watch blown these away. Dorks here? <laughs> yeah. First,
2: I want to play Mario Kart with these kids. Um, I uh, uh yeah, but I had the, the exact same thing, my brother was way into metal. And it was like a thing where that kind of informed my identity in the same way that like he was a a Star Wars fan when I got older, when I reached like middle school teenager age, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a metal kid now. And I remember a moment in sixth grade when during orientation, we're supposed to turn to the kids sitting next to us in the auditorium (laughs) and say, um, what our favorite music group was. And the kids were all like, you know, like, was it time? It would have been like so, biv DeVoe so and this MC so, Hammer.
0: This is like mid late mid to late nineties SoCal,
2: <laughs> mid mid early to mid nineties, early a little to mid nineties So Southern California, <laughs> and like you know everything was was all this uh, uh, pre New Jack Swing like hip hop, you right. know like. And uh, I turned over and said, "Metallica," and these kids were like, "Whoa!" <laughs>
0: I wish you would fully embrace your inner goth and just be yeah. like a, a full blown late thirties goth. Is like a very funny yeah, person. That
3: like, would be. That's a good works character. Full time job
0: is married, and his goth is very yeah. interesting right. to me. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's exactly like me in seventh grade being mad that my best friend didn't know that my favorite band was the Wallflowers. Like, <laughs> it was just like we got in this huge fight where she was just like, I thought that you really liked. And I don't even remember what. And I was like, better than Ezra band is the Wallflowers. And like she was like, OK, sorry.
0: Get it right, bitch.
3: I'm like, they have like one song and that's what I love. <laughs>
0: Uh, for me I'm the same thing. I, I was like kind of born into Star Wars existing and sort right. of no but I was like a little movie kid. Like I remember being young and really liking movies and my dad for like didn't appreciate them on any special level but was a big movie head. And that's how I ended up being into like seagal and van damme is because that's what my dad watched was like karate and you know the most ubiquitous like 40 the guy the kind of dad who works out in his garage before he goes to work (laughs) which is my dad the kind of guy like lifts like does bench press in the garage in front of you and then tells you to go clean your room or whatever before he leaves for work that's the kind of dude who watches seagal movies but also star wars was there and i kind of we got him on tape and my dad showed me, I feel like we watched Jedi first, because my first memory is Ewoks. Or I saw them all, and Ewoks is the thing that burned in, like, five-year-old Gabriel's head. Yeah. Because that's, like, the perfect thing. And so I went shit for it. And then later on in life, like, when I was, like, 12, me and some friends transitioned from Magic the Gathering into Star Wars customizable card game. Oh, yeah. Which was huge for us and sort of... Reintroduce Star Wars back into my life is more than just a movie, and arguably as like a, a life point of view. Like, <laughs> right? do you remember that period? Of time? Like, there, it, it go, everyone who's a huge fan of Star Wars goes from like I really like the movies to I, I self-identify as Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, yeah. There was a period of my life where I was like, <laughs> I don't know how, but I am Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that like, is Like this my... is like a huge chunk of my personality. That's my now.
3: being. I didn't. I didn't have any of that stuff. Like, I didn't have cards or anything like <gasps> that.
0: Oh. Uh-oh, Arthur, here's the garbage man. That minute. I got into. Perfect time for a podcast record is when the garbage... Yeah. Garbage truck comes to pick the dumpster up outside. We'll just,
3: we'll hold for him. Um, (laughs) Like, I didn't have any of that. I mostly didn't have any friends who I knew watched Star Wars. I'm sure I knew people that watched it, but I never talked about it. It was never spoken about. It was like my love for The Simpsons. Like, it was never brought up at school. Like, I just, I did not know that I had a safe place to talk about this. (laughs) With anyone except my brother. Well, that's kind of what Star Wars
0: and nerd culture in general and i think that's why some of these like neck beard dudes have such a hold on it yeah and refuse to share it with women and um younger people and and reboots or whatever and i think part of the reason is is because for a while it's like i feel like it was like how being gay in like the 70s and 80s where it was sort of like you'd like go in the bathroom and be like hey nerf herder and someone would be like oh, yeah, Nerf her. And you're like, like, you know, it's like wearing the red bandana out of your back pocket. It's like, I'm a bottom or whatever. You know, like, I'm a Wookiee. And then people would talk, like, you would reveal that you like Star Wars or D&D and then hope it, like, hooked someone. Yeah.
2: It was a different... Well, I mean, like it—it it wasn't as cool. Like, I feel like now you can just like everyone just like Star Wars, yeah. but it wasn't like cool to be obsessed with it. Right. And certainly there were things that were like way less. Like, if you were into D and D or Star Trek or something like, yeah. like that's like a, like even more.
0: Star Wars is a little more
2: mainstream. Yeah, Star Wars is a little Those more are mainstream. Still blockbuster films. Right? Yeah, but um, <laughs> like if you're into Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Really <laughs> uh, but also, too, I think I think a big part. Yeah, and and I think of this this may be more personal to me because like I said I'm a little younger than you guys but or a little older than you guys. Um, the internet wasn't as much of a thing, so like there weren't right. like all these people you could connect with about Star Wars online as you can now. It was just like you had a few friends at school you could maybe talk about that yeah. you had to like sort of float it out there to see if there's a mutual interest. And then I remember I had like a Star Wars compendium. It was a uh, like a paperback book that had a bunch of different Star Wars like. Um, blueprints for different, you know, ships and for stuff. different ships. And yeah, that's how you
0: learn that it's X wing, Y wing, A wing. Like, right, you learn right. All that like, the, oh, it's called a speeder bike. Because like, right, the right. shit that they never say out loud in Star Wars that you do know about the movie is insane.
2: Yeah, absent Wikipedia, there's no way to find out that the music the cantina band plays is literally called jizz canonically
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> every time that specific comes up i lose my shit yeah. it's like that's insane because it's, it's not ridiculous. like jizz was a word that we made in the 90s to, no to, to, to be like for ejaculate we've been no. using jizz for decades
3: <laughs> we've been using jizz
0: we've been used this is the second time jizz has come up in the star wars episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um that's crazy that Lucas called it Jit, and like, oh yeah, it's not
3: in the movie. No, <laughs> no. it's just like a little side thing, <laughs>
0: like. Right, so many unnamed characters in yeah. the movie and stuff, but that's what that's what also part of made it exciting too was like, Star Wars was one of those movies for like, now that we know what our personality types are, like every layer you dig in more to that movie, you gain a little bit more enjoyment out of it, like yes. learning. Oh shit, Wookies are from this planet because that means there's like. The moment you realize that Chewie is not one of a kind or that Greedo is not one of a kind, like that there's full alien species and races and stuff, you're like, holy shit, this is such a rich world. It has that Lord of the Rings vibe to it when you're like, oh, cool, he's an elf. That's awesome. Wait, there's a. land where only people like that live. There are tons of elves.
2: One of my favorite little details of that is in Return of the Jedi, when Mon Mothma is disclosing the plans for the second Death Star and is talking about the Bothan spies and says, many Bothans died to bring us this information or exactly whatever the the exact quote is. But just like, you never even see a Bothan. You just sort of like, oh, Bothans exist. They're like a thing. It just sort of fills out the world without putting it in your face. And I, I always thought Star Wars was cool when it just gives you hints of the larger world and now the way movies are made they'll just like you know there would be its own, there'd be a Bothan trilogy that would be a spinoff, you right. know? They, they'd well, spend so much that time what fleshing Rogue these one out.
0: Is? is the Rogue One, is the Bothans? No.
2: Uh, no, Rogue One is of the first Death Star, so oh, that's, yeah. that's so before, that first plan. Yeah, prior, prior to episode four, but I, I'm sure there'll be fucking Bothans I'm in sure it. Why wouldn't be there be? Right. There's, there's
0: going to be, that's, they're going to spin everything off.
2: There's yeah, a yeah. new Star
3: Wars com- movie coming out like every year for the next 10, so yeah. <laughs> I think that's fine. Which is
0: crazy that we're saying that with any derision. Oh, sure, yeah. If you told 10 year old Gabrus, like, Oh, there's gonna be a time. This is something I'm sure nerds have said on uh, podcasts before. But if you told ten year old gamers, there'll be a time in your life when three Marvel movies and a Star Wars movie is gonna come out every year for a yes. decade, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, it will be in your mid 30s, and a lot, and it'll be difficult to deal with. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're gonna be, believe it or not, too busy. <laughs> right.
3: Well, that's why. That's why episode one was so exciting to me, though. And like, it was just like oh, there is a Star Wars movie coming out. I am, like, alive. I'm a teen. Like, I can go see this in a movie theater. Like... It was like mind-boggling to me. May sixteenth, nineteen
0: ninety-nine. Yeah, right, or
3: something like that, or May nineteenth, nineteen ninety-nine. I don't remember
2: the exact date, but it, you're in the right ballpark. Yeah. It was definitely ninety-nine.
3: Somewhere in there. And
0: I, I camped out for. T- I, we cut school. Me, Sanford, and JP. Shout out to the nerd herd. That's what we called <laughs> ourselves. Uh, we cut school and played customizable card game in line, waiting for tickets. Oh we my god! So pumped. And God, let's let. This is a great moment. This is our JFK assassination. What did you feel when you walked out of seeing Phantom Menace? I
3: felt a intense disappointment. I was with, I was with my little brother, and he liked it more than I did. So were you, like, like 16 at the time? I was 14. 14? Wow. Okay. I was 14. I was a freshman in high school. Oh, yeah, maybe I was 16. I was, like, a yeah. junior or something like that. I was that. a freshman in high school, and I was like, oh, no. And then I, I think I just, like, went home and watched Return of the Jedi or something. Like, I just was, like, I went home. I just, like, wanted to, like decompress <laughs> it's interesting
2: <laughs> that you didn't have w- what i experienced which was the moment of trying to self-rationalize it as good that was the, that's what i had that I was think my was, initial thing we were
0: probably a little older to be honest yeah 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 we were like refusing to change our worldview yeah what (laughs) when you're like 16 you're a little more like you're a little more adaptable where you're like well okay well here's the other thing i'm into yeah i think
3: i was just like oh uh, that wasn't what i was expecting Mm, all right well at least i have these uh, i mean i had the foresight to be like you know what these other movies still exist and i can watch them whenever i want yeah so it's okay (laughs) you were healthy yeah
0: talking about like i jokingly mentioned like star wars was my i self-identified as Star Wars. that's i think what made phantom menace hurt that much more yeah for sure identity was wrapped up in star wars and people who were like don't you really like star wars did you (laughs) see phantom menace you're like i remember me sanford and jb were going like well you know darth maul was cool yeah right
2: i had i definitely had a conversation in In and out burger afterwards uh, with my friend john drevi castellanos and uh we were like I thought it was really interesting how uh <laughs> like it was like a scientific explanation for the force like trying to try, trying to rationalize midichlorians is something that was like a cool George Lucas decision <laughs> instead of something that completely sucked all the magic yeah. out of the coolest element of this like amazing world. Um, yeah, it was it, it was such a bummer, but also I think part of that, part of why it was such the the rug being pulled out from under us was that trailer was so fucking good. You go back and watch the episode one trailer; it was great, and it legitimately got you hyped. It made you feel like, oh my god, there's a new Star Wars coming. It's there's been a-
0: about seventeen years. It's been seventeen years. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, there's there's a shot of like the the gungans coming out of the forest that makes yeah. them all look like mysterious and cool. Darth Maul looks badass. Jake Lloyd, you're sort of like, whoa, this kid's gonna be a star. Like he looks like Elliot from ET. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's so well cut, and it it, it gets you. so so legitimately hyped oh yoda appearing for the first time in that trailer oh yeah it yeah. was yeah. like was like because I, I had a cam of that saved to my computer someone had shot it off of a uh, of a, uh, a theater screen and there's like the audience goes like
0: yeah
2: when Yoda appears <laughs> and talks about the balance of the force or whatever yeah
0: Yoda of course and it, it hit those points and you're like fuck yeah then you like you're talking about it afterwards you're like pod racing was cool that yeah. was a cool <laughs> yeah um, lightsaber like it was Darth Maul and pod racing were the best parts of that yeah and then the other two the next two episodes two and three sort of all Kind of, I, I remember I saw them both in theaters on opening night, but they, I remember them being not as bad as *Phantom Menace*, but not as enjoyable either. Sort of like I just stopped caring. I couldn't believe myself to give a fuck.
3: I feel like I stopped caring. I, I know I've seen that. I've seen episode one maybe twice, and I've seen two and three once each. Like I've never gone back and revisited, which I do do, want to do. I curiosity.
2: I rewatched all three prequels last year um and it was partly because of my circle of friends i have a, a few prequel defenders who are like you know they're actually like good or really good I, I know a few people who actually like think the trailers are great or the the prequels are great wow. um but re-watching them i think the thing that helps it is view them through the prism of uh like a a B or C tier Marvel movie where we've right, got all these yeah. out and it's like if you think of episode 2 as Thor the Dark World then mm-hmm. it's kind of like okay well that's fine like it's not great but yeah. you know it's another Star Wars you get to right. spend a little bit more time in the world there's a few cool things when when Count Dooku fights Hayden Christensen and then yeah. faces off with Yoda that's when pretty Yoda cool Yoda
0: uses the lightsaber is fucking awesome yeah right.
2: so i mean and there's there's some great design elements and some there's some cool effects i, I don't know i mean i think they're good elements in each one i think the main thing is there's just some casting issues that that really uh, derail then, these and like, movies
0: and christensen just yeah he was he history history will prove that uh lucas was wrong like i mean already yes. yeah like, yeah he hasn't, had a, he hasn't done much since no um that isn't there famously like a story of like a screen test of the two final kids and one kid is like got some level of darkness to him that's like beautiful yes. and you're like holy shit and then Lucas picks uh, Jake Long and stuff. you can
2: watch um Jake Lloyd yeah you can Jake watch Lloyd, it right. at Jake Long was a I think an offensive tackle for yep. the Tennessee Titans <laughs> yes, <he laughs> was. Jake
0: Long was definitely a lineman Long is in my head because of EML it's yeah. fine, it's fine. I know well you'll have it on a real Long. name
2: um but yeah there you can actually it's on a it's a bonus feature I think in the episode one DVDs but you can find it on YouTube but it you can it's Jake Lloyd screen testing against two other boys and uh one of the other boys is okay but there's this other boy who's a little older than jake lloyd and i think what probably the casting decision came down to george lucas just being like well he's this kid's 11 anakin's supposed to be nine you know um but (laughs) he's so much better and there's this one line they have them they say where they're screen testing with natalie portman and natalie portman is saying um uh you're just a little boy and the line is like I won't always be, and uh, the other kid, the kid who was the runner-up, delivers it with like a little bit of darkness, he's like, he's like, you're, like you're just a little boy, and he's like, I won't always be, you know, like kind of like, like oh there's uh, a little, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, he's yeah. gonna be, this guy's gonna yeah. turn into fucking Darth Vader, and then <laughs> Jake Lloyd's delivery is like, I won't always <laughs> be, and he's just got like this little rascal's <laughs> yeah. like spunk to it that so takes you out of, of that and out of the movies.
0: Yeah. Oh, he is yeah. like a little rascals type character where he's like, "Come on, Watto, let's go!" <laughs> oh, God. What are you a Jedi or something? God. That's literally the only impression I can do besides yeah. Sean Connery is Watto. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Body>. I, <think,
0: laughs>
3: I think also like for me, like my my endpoint to Star Wars is literally Princess Leia. Like I'm watching Star Wars and I am there for princess leia like that's what's going on like she is my focus so anything that's like cool happening around her like i'm on board with like han solo anything like that like anything princess leia is doing like i'm here for and like she is my everything yeah like so when i'm watching episode one i'm like oh i don't have i don't there's nothing here for me like i don't i don't like any of this right yeah Yeah.
0: natalie portman doesn't do it for you no
3: like just because (laughs) Hayden Christians, <laughs> like he's just like he's so bad. I don't know. I just there's not like I need that like I need that like fire or whatever. Like I need that like sarcastic thing. Like I need. Well, that was feisty.
0: It like <laughs> lost the adult humor of Star Wars yeah, and yeah. Adu- you know not even meaning like a blue or anything. Just no. like grown ups kind of razzing each other. Like losing leia and han as two adults who kind of talk to each other right and like even luke is a grown-up you know what i mean <laughs> even though he's i rewatched uh four five and six with my wife who had never seen them because i said i'm gonna go see force awakens on opening night i got tickets like a month in advance during monday night football when the giants were playing i remember the tickets went on <laughs> sale um, i said you can come but you're not coming unless you watch four five and six beforehand. you don't have to watch the uh, three originals <laughs> so i was forced to re-watch four five and six with her and I don't know what this is like for you guys, but like trying to get a friend or uh, in this case, your wife to like something that you love so much. Yeah. The amount of self-conscious I've played pilots that I've wrote and starred in Yeah, for friends and felt less self-conscious than playing <laughs> yeah. Star Wars for my wife. Yeah. Which she's like, Why is Luke so whiny? I'm like, well well, the thing is you gotta sit up that he's a child. Like, I'm like so defensive of like
3: the stupidest shit. Yeah. I think I think that's also a woman's reaction to Luke. Like, I never had any love for Luke. Like I never I had no I had no love for him. I was like, this guy's a whiny and annoying. Like that's fine. Oh,
0: you're saying as a young girl you didn't have any love for the boy who's just arbitrarily chosen out of the galaxy to be the best (laughs) fighter in the world. Like as a kid, that's like every movie from the 80s was like, this boy yeah. has something special. And right. you're like, that could be me. It right. was like comics, everything, like Monster Squad, Goonies, like all those movies were just like, we're a group of boys, yeah. and we have <laughs> special powers now. And it's like, couldn't imagine why Aaron couldn't relate no, to that. No, I did, good,
3: not, <laughs> did not relate to it. But like a brunette who's like pretty feisty, I was like on board with. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: was like, like... A beautiful woman who's like a princess and doesn't <laughs> act like it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Adult Gabris has adopted his love of Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia, but right. young Gabrus was like, Chewbacca yeah
2: (laughs) big animal big gun
1: (laughs) that's all I cared about
0: it is kind of
2: funny what uh, the boys reaction of like Princess Leia is such a cool character but your natural inclination is just to think any female character is like dumb and like Han Solo's (laughs) cool and like like, you know what's what's Princess Leia doing here but what actually she's uh, she's like the conduit for so much of the Action like she she makes the decisions and sort of takes over immediately upon her when yep. they, they go when to they, rescue her when in when episode they quote four. unquote rescuer which yeah. is
0: so funny because it's like she needs to still be rescued in this movie she's rescued in uh, New Hope and then they immediately are stuck again right. on behest of everyone else but her she's yeah. like saved and then almost caught again because of them and yep. then they go through. She's like, guys, you fucking bunch of skulls. idiot guys, <laughs> just
3: messing things up. Don't right, worry, ma'am, we got this. Let the boys do it. We got our stormtrooper yeah.
0: helmets
1: on.
2: The episode seven incarnation of Princess Leia, General Leia, um, General Solo, uh, right? Was she General Solo or General Leia? What General did they say? General Organa. General Organa. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: You'll always be She'll always be princess to me. Yeah. 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 She'll she, always be rude. Royal to the, yeah. <laughs> she
2: never took. Uh, she never took Han's last name. Maybe they were never married. Um, but the so they that i think is like a really good time jump and a good use of her character yeah. right like right. i i and that was like as far as how they use the existing characters and we saw them fe- like in the the main three from the original trilogy the original uh, non prequel trilogy um seeing where they were and seeing like luke is it, you know of course his final moment seeing han is kind of this jaded uh you know turn return to smuggler type and seeing leia sort of ascended to the uh top of the military i don't know i thought that was all really cool and really was like a, a fun way of using that gap in time between these mm-hmm. characters and justifying their their ages now right
0: i i i let's let's transition to talking about force awakens right let's this is a much talked-about topic in, in my group of friends and our all groups of friends on Nick's podcast, Oh yeah, uh, Doughboys, <laughs> which is a, fan, a podcast about chain restaurants. You guys fight about Force Awakens about every episode. Well, <laughs> my
2: co- my co-host Mitch hates the Force Awakens like uh, thinks it's so bad. thinks right. it's the he thinks it's worse than any of the prequels. He thinks it's it's the worst of the seven Star Wars. But that's just yeah. the
0: kind of shit that Patriot fans like. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, <laughs> honestly, that's like being a Patriot fan. You have to like you're ten percent troll. Yes. You just like you're purposely being you're liking the Patriots cuz you know other people hate them. I th- and I yeah. think that's like like that's part of Mitch's shtick, he thinks, is, like, it gets a rise out of There's I, no way some you think degree. it's a worse movie than the original.
2: I don't know. I, I don't think he's clever enough to be, like, conscious of it. Like, right, I, I really <laughs> think it's 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 subconscious <laughs> for him. It's on a level of, I get what you're saying, that, like, I think just, like, the trolly nature of being a New Englander is just part of him. It's right, just imbued right, right. in he's his not soul.
0: Actively, he's not activating.
2: Yeah, it, no, he, yeah, but... he honestly thinks it's the worst, and he honestly thinks that Roger Goodell uh, belongs in prison. <laughs> for what he did to Tom Brady. Two huge stances. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're gonna get no love from the New York Giants and Force Awakens fan over here. Um so let's talk about Force Awakens. You wanna talk you talk about that the trailer for uh, Phantom Menace being really good. The trailer for Force Awakens was like, yeah, I like when it, when I watch it, I'm, I'm getting I, chills talking. About yeah. It. <laughs>
3: when I was thinking about watching it and then when when he says Chewy we're home, I was I almost started crying just now. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'm going to start crying. I definitely was
0: fucking, <laughs> like these just the trailer was just like it felt like J.J. J. Abrams was like if he could talk in front of it, he's like. Look, guys, I'm a fan of Star Wars. I know what you like from the uh, first three. Look, I'm going to do it here again, just yep. with like younger, just better actors. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I'm yeah. going to make the same movie. I'm just going to cast it with people who can act. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you, Mark Hamill cannot act no. in that first movie. No. He gets to be good. Um, his facial scarring helps him a lot yeah. <laughs> in a weird way. Makes him like less cute. Sure, But he is not a good actor in that movie. Harrison Ford is doing so much heavy lifting and he's not even that good in the in the first trilogy either. No. Yeah. That
2: first movie is kind of re- rough around the edges to begin with. Like episode 4 is a little yeah. uh you know like like that first scene, that first shootout before Darth Vader appears on the rebel ship. Like these guys have, they have like weird, shitty haircuts, yeah. which is very distracting. <laughs> they got like big sideburns. Yeah, it's so clearly they just got some, you know, some seventies like like, extras. <laughs>
3: yeah, right, they got like, like I don't know, Br-
0: British and Scottish like uh, barmaids and stuff. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, and like pub. Uh, Pub hangout guys, dudes who just chill at pubs. Oh yeah, I'll do this.
3: <laughs> well, I do think of it. I think of it in the same way as like the Harry Potter movies, which I really like the Harry Potter books. Whatever, that's fine. We can sidestep that. But you'll come back for that episode. Like in the in the movies, like at the in the first movie, you're like, oh man, these kids are bad actors. Right. And I I equated it to Star Wars. I was like, it'll be fine. They'll learn how to act throughout the course of these yeah, movies. Yeah, there's nothing which like eight they movies. Eight, you know, there's nothing like a hundred. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, with that. And,
0: you know, two hundred and forty. Working days shooting to yeah. get better. Like those kids were working for the better part of a year for ten years. Yeah, uh, you know, movies. you're gonna get at least decent. Yeah,
3: you'll figure it out. You'll right. figure out a little bit of what to do with like your hands or whatever. Like <laughs> it'll be fine.
0: What do I do with these fucking hands? That's weird about uh, New Hope is that Luke's always holding his hands up to the camera, like just kind of like blocking the. And you see like the cameraman push his hands down a couple of times. They just had to use those things. <laughs> But you guys dug Force Awakens, right? I did. I, I mean, really I know this because we previously recorded the yeah. episode. Yeah. This is where I fucked it all up. But no,
3: I did really like it. I was very, I was very excited about it. I let myself. There was a period of some at some point last year. I started letting myself get very excited about it, and like because I was like really hesitant for a long time, and then I was like oh no I can't wait and like we went opening night and I was just like I like immediately like the lights go down and I was like oh I'm gonna start crying like
0: I, I lost can't, my shit. I'm like, I was I was gonna at, lose my it. mind I was stoned as fuck in the arc light <laughs> arc light dome the second the ships come out I'm like oh, fuck yes I'm like sitting in between two of my friends uh, my wife and a friend and I'm holding both of their legs <laughs> Like, I'm holding my wife's thigh like I would, and then my friend Ben's thigh. Ben Rogers, recurring
2: guest on the podcast,
0: holding his thigh in my other hand. So excited for the fucking movie. Just so, so
3: stoked. So excited.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I went in with a cautious attitude, and my first time I saw it, I saw it on a Saturday morning with my wife, uh, and I didn't have a positive response to my first screening. Wow. I went, I went, I came out of it and, and was sort of like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was kind of like, wh- what was the point of this? And uh, you sort of just see the plot holes. And I went and saw it again. I saw it in IMAX 3D with my buddies, uh, Joe Sauters, David Phillips, and I really liked it the second time. And since then, I've enjoyed it every subsequent viewing, and I- I've come fully on board with it. I think like. What I discussed with them, and I think what my issue with my first screening was, that you just have your, you're projecting your own expectations onto it instead of just accepting like this is what this is. Yeah, yeah. you've already
0: you've already written episode seven. You already, seven already
2: have, and yeah. beyond that, I've already read the Timothy Zahn books, which are kind of like define you know the. Um, Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, yeah. uh, the Last Command. This was like this trilogy he wrote that for a long time was treated as kind of the canonical. What happens post Star Wars? Yeah, what happens well, yeah. after Episode Six? And so I had all that in my. I was thinking of Grand Admiral Thrawn the whole time, and you you kind of <laughs> have don't to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you got Thrawn on the mind. <laughs> yeah. when you're supposed to be. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, have, you have to put Mara Jade out of your head and just sort of like accept the movie that 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 they gave you. And I think it's actually like really good, and it's it's really efficiently told, and I think it does a great job of introducing the new. Characters. Also, this is a thing that uh, falls under partly under what we're discussing about the great trailer earlier. They did a great job of hiding Ray's true nature yeah. in the marketing for that movies Because so many... I, I feel like the marketing of every other thing would just sort of show her with a lightsaber. And we just yes. sort of get like, oh, we're getting she's a... She's
0: Jedi. Yeah, yeah, she's a yeah. Jedi. And
2: they they totally sold it like it was going to be Finn as the Jedi and that Ray was just some mysterious, yeah. you know, who knows what this character right.
0: is. Right, and I, li- I, I like lady. that. And you, yeah, you, and you, were, you weren't even positive that... Um, uh, what you call it? That Finn is going to be a good guy either. Yeah, like sure. They were yeah. sort of yeah. just like, what is happening in this? Like, and I, I love that you knew Han was going to be in it, which was exciting. <sighs> didn't know that he was going to be like the main character. More yeah, about, like, <laughs> yeah right. I, I didn't realize. I was like, oh. What did I say to someone? I was like, I haven't seen Harrison Ford like be the lead in a movie in yeah. like, forever. Like, right. It feels like since the last Jack Ryan movie or something where we have seen. And I was like, oh, right. Harrison Ford is a solid actor, even though he's got that weird sort of like, I feel like at any moment he could just look at the camera and go like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Here? <laughs>
3: yeah, right. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. He's just—you can just like tell—he's kind of a dick all the time, and it's so wonderful.
0: I think what <laughs> it is is that like he's like famously like an insane stoner, right? Like, yeah, not oh really? Stoner, okay, like, yeah. But smokes like a ton of weed and has been since like episode four <laughs> like he's been smoking <laughs> non-stop I, that'll, that'll make you weird yeah
3: <laughs> oh god I, lo- I love him uh,
0: was... i i love him so what are, what are some th- what were some of our favorite parts from force awakens then maybe we could transition that topic into what do we think is going to happen in episode eight and expanded a, a colon a star wars film
2: i think kylo ren is great and i think yeah. that he is just like I, I think the performance is really good. I thought he That's was like insane s- extremely Perfect well cast. cast. Just, so great. just, great cast because like he looks, you know, he looks like their kid. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and then the payoff of like, oh, the Star Wars universe is so much about legacy. It's so much about heritage and destiny and family, and so it ties into that. La- that uh, you know, that layer, uh, kind of like the idea of like it. It kind of self justifies the cyclical nature of you know. It seems like all is good in Episode Six, but then it's fate that makes it so that this you know, uh, this byproduct of this this great. Thing this this relationship between these two key characters ends up being this destructive force in the galaxy, um, and he lo- like just looks cool and he has like a cool yeah. lightsaber. It's,
0: he, that's what's cool. He like, does look cool. They did the right thing. Like they did remake Episode Four in a way that a lot of the similar plots, like it's a bigger Death Star, it's a bigger yeah. right. you know, <laughs> it is a father and son. A spoiler right. alert: father and son situation. It is this. It is light versus dark. It is all the things that Episode Four is, but heightened in a way. Where you're, like, appreciative of it. Like, uh, Adam Driver is so good. The idea that Finn is a, like... And that the new Han Solo character is Poe Dameron, in a way. Like, sort of like the new, charming swashbuckler. yeah, Like, they kind of re... Like, they split Luke into two characters of, like, you're, you're, uh, you're Rey and um, Poe Dameron, so you're, like, the number one. Like, why make the dorkiest dude also the best pilot? Fuck it. Two, ca- two separate <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, you, uh Aaron, if you want, you could just shove him away and he'll you stop know, doing it.
3: You know, it's it doesn't bother me. Artie, it's fine. Uh,
0: Artie is a big fan of lotion, and a lot of women um, in the summer might have a little lotion on their exposed legs, and Artie will find it. <laughs> I, gotta,
3: I gotta say, there's no lotion on my legs. He Uh-oh, is just okay. licking skin. Artie, knock
0: it off, you creeper. <laughs> (laughs) although i am getting all this on my hidden camera (laughs) podcast didn't come out again guys but you should check out this 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 viral video has got over a
3: million views that will be the thing i'm most famous for (laughs) that's
0: like like literally the thing i've done that is the most popular is like one of the first uh internet videos i've ever done where it's called brohemian rhapsody and it's (laughs) Bohemian Rhapsody set to it's a parody I'm singing at like a frat house oh I shot it when I was God. like 23 for college humor and it's like my most to date thing that I've, is the most popular thing I've ever oh done man. the God. first yeah right <laughs> I'm like from here on out I'm like making this only 10 years later I'm hosting game shows that take place in fucking hair salons <laughs> living <the> fucking dream because <laughs> uh, watching A Force Awakens I was so blinded by it and loved it so much, I kind of had the opposite of you. Watching it a second time, I saw the plot holes. Yeah, sure. And I saw the redundancies from episode four. But then I got over it like kind of fast in a way where I was like, once you know that another Star Wars, and I think this is what Phantom Menace struggled from, like you said, your your friends were their prequel apologists. like And the Thor dark world theory. If, if Phantom Menace came out as one uh, Star Wars movie in a year when the year before had a good one and the year after had a good one, we wouldn't even give a shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's like yeah. one of those things you wait 20 years, it's built up in your head, and then it bombs. So for me, Force Awakens, I was sort of like, this is great, and I'm going to get another one next year and another one yeah, after that? Yeah, then yeah. I'm fi- then I'm definitely fine. It's
2: a this. baseline of quality that just like instills confidence in the whole Disney yes. Star Wars operation.
3: Absolutely. Um,
2: also, too... I, like, I just, just on, just on the plot holes real quick, I do think they've been a little overblown in, like, some, because somebody, I feel like the immediate backlash was, like, these, these pieces that would be, like, uh, everything wrong, or all 45 things oh, that are that wrong that when fact, The Force like, Awakens.
0: 52 things wrong with Star Wars or whatever, yeah and someone did, like, the rebuttal of answering all of yes. that? Yeah. And that's like... That one was so stupid. That's so annoying.
2: I, I do think, because I think a lot of people weren't watching that it's it's a very efficiently constructed movie. And so there's all sorts of things, like, for instance, one thing they, they talk about is, like, how is Finn able to use a lightsaber with any sort of competency? But he and,
0: uses, like, that sort of weird weapon. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they,
2: they imply that the... They have another stormtrooper who wields a very similar melee weapon, and so the implication right. is that stormtroopers would receive training in these sorts of weapons. So, of course, he'd be able to use A lightsaber to some degree. And also, when he actually fights Kylo Ren, he gets owned very quickly. He He gets owned like immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, just I feel like so many of the holes people were poking are not really there. They're just. I don't know, people who didn't have a great response to the movie for whatever reason and are trying to come up with some sort of logical justification for it.
0: Right. I also think it's safe to... Because one of my theories is that Finn is also a Jedi.
2: Yeah, he could be. Yeah.
0: Because I feel like it would be explained why the Stormtrooper brainwashing wasn't working on him. Sure. His like affinity for Rey and uh, his ability to even wield that weapon or the lightsaber or... and. The ability to feel that she's there you know that there's a couple right. of moments that sort of tease it up and i would like nothing more for like the future of this uh, star wars thing to be a black dude and a chick yeah fucking running around with like if i could be both uh progressive and racist at the same time i say <laughs> black dude and chick running around with swords it's like the most like i'm very happy about it but the way i phrase it it shows maybe i'm a yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm still uh, a blast from the base. Chicks and blacks working together. Ag- uh, sir,
1: please.
2: You,
0: you think you're saying
2: something can we get aggressive. A, can we get a pole smoker, a fucking <laughs> lightsaber? Oh, and th- that would,
0: uh, speaking of pole smokers, if Poe Dameron and Finn are actually end up being a couple, it oh, would sure. be the coolest thing, I think, that happened in Star Wars. Like, if an interracial, because g- I like nothing more now than, like, I mean, that's real life. You know, you have friends who are interracial and gay, but I love nothing more than just, like, thumb in the Eye of anyone who loves Star Wars and is like a like you know a, a bigot <laughs> yeah. in any way. I'm like fuck you. That's not what Star Wars is about. Right. I want them to fuck. I want the opening of the second <laughs> movie to be like Finn wiping it's sweat just from broke his brow. <laughs> like... <laughs> Did you think they know we're here on Hoth? It's like shh, <laughs> quiet. Continue ice fishing.
3: <laughs> oh my
0: god. Um, the one thing I will say about that, some of my complaints about Force Awakens are standard boilerplate like. Why does Rey have to be from like a desert world? Like, why does she have Jan to be K- to, like? Why does Jakku have to be so close to Tatooine?
2: Yeah, I really. This is one thing that actually I'm kind of excited about with Rogue One is they've got like a beach planet. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's something Tropical. new. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. let's 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 play around with this. Um, because yeah, I feel like just redoing the uh, desert planet again is just sort of like, hey, all right, I feel like. You- figure something else out like yeah.
0: desert planet and death star were my two big things yes. where i'm like come on yeah like dude, you gotta be able to come up with something it feels so intentional right it can't not be it can't no one there's no way it got so far and it's like should we maybe not do sand <laughs> and they're like nah we gotta do it we gotta set her up like luke because that because it feels now because all the logic that's coming about like who is so let's talk yeah. a little bit about our theories because like for, uh, before we get into our theories i want to talk how did you feel seeing Ray in this movie as a uh, female point of view slash Leia was your way in in the first, or was Leia still she your was. way in?
3: Oh, no. I mean, I still loved Leia in this movie, but uh, no, I loved Rey. Um, I, hi. <laughs> Arthur's not presenting
0: <laughs> all his toys. He's literally We're courting are in a relationship. You. Yeah, he's courting you. He's like, <laughs> These are the things I could bring you on a daily basis. <laughs> Bones, balls, <laughs> you tell me. <laughs>
3: um, I, I really liked Rey. Uh, I also, I feel like what I really liked about Uh, Force Awakens, which maybe I would find if I rewatched the prequels, but I haven't, is that like, I feel like there was a lot of humor like in the originals. Like there was just like a lot of like silly like jokes. And I really enjoyed
0: that. Right. Silly jokes. Uh, And also like sort of like treacle cut, like like, uh, when it's heavy drama, like Finn and Poe, like having those moments of just like, um, wow, FN two of right. You... Yeah, and, like, or Rey BB and Finn and like BB-8
3: like all of like that whole scene like I just really I
0: really liked look it was ridiculous but I really loved BB-8's lighter thumbnail. I up. Yeah,
3: loved was everything yeah. involving BB-8 I was I was BB-8's say, great I was to say it's, unf- like, it's so
0: again you know uh, misogynistic of me to be like what do you think about Ray <laughs> when probably the character you're most like is BB-8 <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm a BB-8 I actually I, when I the last time I rewatched Force Awakens I watched it with with my little BB-8 that droid. you can
0: like re like- You can
3: like watch it like with the Blu-ray you sync him up and then he like goes and like wow, turns in his little thing and like looks It's very thrilling. Oh, that's really. It's really wonderful.
0: Please, next time you do that, please Instagram. (laughs) BB8 reacting to his own movie.
3: It's really... He's like ashamed.
0: He's like, oh, they made me... They left this part in. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I told him to cut this line out. I I hate the way I read this line here. He's like smoking (laughs) and just watching it like... Stress to the guilt. I got, which part should I put in my reel?
2: (laughs) Do you see a Neil deGrasse Tyson on Twitter when he was like... uh, He was like, uh, actually a... A, a, a steel sphere on sand would just skid uncontrollably I, it's like geez, what are you doing I
3: can't. i can't Why,
2: why'd you have to bring that like no one cares like, what are you yeah, talking that about
0: seems so like it seems really funny that someone who is a scientist is so desperately trying to be relevant like, right when science is like ubiquitous and he still is like i got to attach science to star wars somehow it's the buzz thing it's like you know your comedy friends who are like um, they're pretty funny, dude. Do- they're funny g- people, funny guys or gals. But whenever there's like a thing, they really try hard, like the RNC or like the <laughs> yeah. Oscars. Right, right, yeah, right. They like, yeah. come out and they're like, "This will be how I. This will be yeah. what I gets me followers. I'll get on the." Buzzfeed top fourteen jokes about blank list or whatever, and I feel like that's what uh, is so blatant about what and uh, uh, NDT is doing is that he's going like uh, Star Wars is out, cool. Um, science, science. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I can't just be like this is fun. I'm excited for this movie. I have to be like this will this will get everyone to hate yeah. me. This is yeah. people talking about me. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think uh, Ray is Luke's? daughter or uh, hmm. uh, ben is it kylo ren is ben right? Yeah, ben, yeah. Solo? ben solo ben solo it's great so funny to be named ben and the feel like Luke, Ben, like no one has names like that. No, but it was
2: such like that was another cool thing because he says Ben once, like mm-hmm. you don't even know his name. You you know it's our son, and yeah. then like like Han Solo yells out Ben, and that's yeah. the only time you get his first name. it's just like right. oh, that's cool. They didn't hit you over the head with it, and then you can it lets you mentally connect. Like oh, like to, like Ben Kenobi, right? Like, right. Oh, he's that's cool. Named yeah,
0: after Obi, who like <laughs> saved them all. Yeah, yeah,
2: oh, yeah. You mean Old Ben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I liked how that was handled, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the obvious choice is that the obvious hint is that Rey would be Luke's daughter, and so that makes me think that's probably what it is, because this movie is basically, they, they've basically been one. doing yeah, everything yeah. Yeah. very, very obviously, right, so right. why wouldn't they carry this on? I
0: feel like it's almost too obvious, like being I, from sure. the desert planet and shit. I
3: know, I feel that way too, but then at the same time, it's like, it's it's that thing that Nick just said. Like, it's like, well, but. No, that's probably what it just is. Like, it feels way too, like, beat you over the head. Like, say, like, basically, this is Luke's daughter. Like,
0: (laughs) if it feel the latest thing I read was that she might be Palpatine's daughter.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Because, like, they
0: wield the lights. The first time you see her use a lightsaber, she does the first she does the exact same move that Emperor Palpatine oh. does and the only time you see him use a lightsaber right. which is like that weird thrust yeah. yeah. For the only two people that do a stab so that wait wow. so that
2: means towards the because based on her age she's like 19 so yeah. that towards <laughs> the end of his reign <laughs> when he was at his most gnarled Emperor Palpatine threw it in raw in some poor woman yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and who, who
2: is that who's gonna God. agree Sha to that poo, Like
3: uh, so upsetting me. Jesus
2: yeah. no I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe the Luke thing I don't That's wanna think so about upsetting.
0: threw it in raw <laughs> Palpatine, what? put on a condom Hey, fuck, fuck you
3: Oh my god, so much jizzing inside of women comments
0: You, you know what? Uh, I wanted to have a female guest on the podcast so I could finally talk about all my full in, uh, direct deposits goalie pulls uh, um, cream pies Oh, gross uh, Um What's your boy's name, uh, Unkar Plot?
2: Oh, Unkar Plot, the one-quarter portions guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I feel like it was his like wife that, <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> Balbutin's like, shut up, shut up, She's like, he's going to hear us. He's doling out portions, lie down, baby. Oh. <laughs> he's shooting lightning out of his hands at her. Oh. She's like orgasming on the bed. Oh, Jesus.
2: <laughs> um, the other, I think the other mystery is what's going on with Snoke? Right, Because I, I at one point I read a really elaborate thing that was like, oh, Kylo Ren gets cut on his face. And if you look at, at Snoke, that he's got a similar scar. That means that Kylo Ren is like a future – or Snoke is a future Kylo Ren oh. who's communicating to his past self. But time travel isn't really an element in Star Wars. And, and so that strikes alternate, me that's,
0: al- that's one of the things I always loved about Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like time travel and alternate realities – of as a longtime sci-fi and comic book and nerd those are the unfair reset buttons. yeah, yeah. Totally. i like i hated that when it was like yeah. earth prime it's like oh so that means everything can be undone at any given moment <laughs> <laughs> oh we can <laughs> yeah, yeah. just go back in time and change the right. outcome of the civil war okay fine yeah <laughs> this is Great. yeah and that's why star trek always did that too where it's like we must go back and stop this thing that happened and like star wars always at least had like it felt more like an epic like Lord of the Rings tale. Yeah,
2: it's just a like linear sci-fi. timeline. Yeah, yeah. That's, yes. that's, that's part of what's so approachable about it. And so I hope it's not anything convoluted like that, but it's just like, this is another thing where the very obvious thing, my my buddy bitch predicted that that uh, Snoke would be, before we even knew that Snoke was going to be big in the movie, He's like, oh, the bad guy is going to be like an evil Yoda. He's going to be like a small guy. Mm-hmm. And that's what it seems like it's hinting it's at. It's like a, it's a Wizard be... of the Oz kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. He's like
0: a little Yoda. Now, is Yoda... Yoda is not a human, right? He's not a 900-year-old human. He's a 900-year-old whatever. No,
2: he's his own species, as uh, is pointed to in episode one when we meet Yaddle, the female Yoda on the Jedi Council.
0: Right, 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 right. So Snoke, it could arguably be whatever species yoda is or race however, yeah whatever you say for now i'm worried i'm being racist about yoda but not at all about blacks <laughs> uh, black people or uh uh women i'm more concerned like, like Wait, what's the correct uh i want to get the uh, pc term for... what's the pronoun for a female yoda <laughs> is it she or it as for chicks and broads and <laughs> and latinos
1: oh, just my fucking God. Brutal.
0: um yeah because i feel like he could be a yoda he could be. Right. Uh, he could be a. What were some of the other theories that are going around about him? He's. He could be a giant.
2: He, he th- could. Yeah. He could actually be big, and that like, would be the first. Time that would be awesome.
0: Ats and atsts, we see something big. Yeah. yeah. Like interacting with something small. I mean, yes, there's Death Stars and shit like that, but <laughs> you rarely see like a human stand next to something. big right. Or an Ewok.
3: There's lots of Death Stars. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Multiple
2: Death Stars. <laughs> so it is many. the plot of three
0: of the six movies. Yeah. Is like yeah. a Death Star is there's going to Death blow Star. up another. Has the ability to blow up other planets.
2: Yeah. And if I was going to criticize something about Force Awakens, that is one thing I think that kind of doesn't hit as hard as it does in the original. Whereas I feel like the menace of a Death Star destroying a planet and it's Leia's home planet. Like we get that mm-hmm. so much of like, oh, my God, this is fucked up. And we those, can, yeah. you really yeah. see the scale of it. And, you know, there, there's that moment with Obi-Wan. And it has so much impact. Versus in this movie, we see Star Killer Base destroys five planets that were unclear on what they are. In one shot, right. in one it shot. destroys
0: an entire system, and we're supposed to. Yeah, yeah
2: and then like no, it really doesn't really phase anybody. Right. So I, I mean, like I feel like it was just so they made the scope of it so big, it became abstract and, and it lost its impact a little bit.
0: I think I talked a little bit about this on the Marvel Cinematic Universe episode, but. I feel like there is weird like nine eleven porn in movies now. Sure. Where it's like <laughs> everything has to be like absolute decimation. Because, yeah. first yeah. of all, we're seeing worse things on the news. So, like, right. everything has to be like absolute decimation. Like... I just saw, what was a movie I fucking love? London Has Fallen. Oh, so yeah. The yeah. sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> literally, like,
0: gunning down ambassadors in the street. Like, everything. Like, a bridge is just blown up where, like, five different prime <laughs> ministers are on it. Like, just helicopters soar in and blow up this bridge. I'm like, this is so... Or in the Avengers... I think it's Avengers 2, where Hulk fights Hulkbuster Iron Man. Yeah. And they, like, go through that building. And then, like, it cuts to people walking around with like dust on their face and like blindly coughing i'm like this is so fucked up this yeah. is like a, this is like a terrorist attack porn or disaster like everything's a tsunami everything's like the f- and it's like you have to keep escalating or else and then blowing up to the point where blowing up five planets. Right. Five Isn't, entire yeah. civilizations were just like,
3: eh. well, that's what that's what they did in Independence Day 2: Resurgence as well. Independence you, Day. so is, you're
0: the person who saw that. Yes. Independence see, Day is I didn't see it now. One I, of my I favorite was, movies
3: of all time. Of course. It's like it's like my it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. I always say that two of my favorite movies Star Will Smith and it's um that and um Wild Wild West. No. Hitch, Bad uh, Boys. Uh, why can't I think of Bad it Bad Boys? No. Men in Black. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Not Men in Black. Um Enemy Ali? of the State. Enemy of the oh, State. Oh, Enemy of the State. Okay. Wow. Gene Hackman. Um, I was wow. like, Empire Strikes Back is all I can think of. Um, but in, Enema
0: of the State.
2: Yeah. Enema of the Got
3: State. Got it. <laughs> in uh, Independence Day 2, it's basically the same thing as Independence Day for talking about retreading, except that they're like, if this hits Earth at the exact velocity it's doing right now, it will just break earth apart like it will just destroy all of earth right how can you heighten the white house being blown up uh okay (laughs) like but you're not gonna destroy the whole earth so like what do you mean like what's going on right (laughs) and then they turn into this whole thing of like the earth's core and they have to get the core and like it's just like i was like whoa you like definitely didn't need to like escalate it to like the earth is gonna explode that really
0: (laughs) really upsets me that they made another one of those movies yeah yeah like I was just listening to a friend, Jeff Rubin's podcast, who this, this pod, my podcast is a spiritual, this, uh, son of that podcast as i ripped <laughs> off his format, but he was just talking about like 20, it, the thing that made independence day good was that there wasn't any sequels that like ruined it. Yeah. You know, like it's like just been a good movie for 20 years where you're like, yeah. that was fun. And then they remake it without Will Smith. Yeah. So in
2: stupid.
3: Goldblum's in it. Uh, I, I love Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I was like, so oh, yeah. I was like blessed that he was a part of it. Like that was great. But um, man, the whole mo- the movie overall is just fucking terrible. Oh,
0: that's such a. Of course yeah. it is.
3: Even just like how they set stuff up is so terrible. Oh my god, just everything about it is so terrible. You're talking.
0: I've- I'm sorry. You're oh. talking to a guy who sees bad movies like on purpose. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, time yeah, 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 And I couldn't even bring myself to go see that. I know. And I have such a nostalgic attachment
2: to the first one. I still couldn't even bring I- myself. I to I love
3: go see Independence it. Day so much. I was like, I gotta go see it. I don't know. Like, I-, I just have to do it.
2: I didn't even like Independence Day that much, but it's like good and it's like fun to watch. Right, like, right. it's not. And it- I think this is part of the to bring it back I think this is part of the uh, difficulty of threading the needle with the force awakens that that they uh, achieved so ably is that they found a way to take the old characters and use them in a way that felt earned and felt like it wasn't like we're seeing Jeff Goldblum again independence day resurgence and just like wait why like yeah. you know right. it, it, it's
3: justified in yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: Randy Quaid is still a fucking crop duster <laughs> <laughs> Is
3: he in the sequel? No, because he's Cause dead. He's
0: oh he, oh his character is dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant I was like, no, yeah, no, Randy no He's rather alive and no, no, in, no. and insane. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's so perfect that his character is dead. Yeah. Um he yeah, he's one of those dudes who like he posted that video of his wife in a um, Rob, Rupert Murdoch mask and mm-hmm. him oh him, her in a Hillary mask and him and a Rupert Murdoch mask fucking her from behind like yeah. he posted
1: online
3: it's like <laughs> I'm just like okay great <laughs> hey that's Cousin Eddie <laughs> from Christmas Vacation great
2: <laughs> I saw him post a video of him outside the RNC and he's just like yelling incoherently oh he's my like, god something happened man <laughs> oh. there's also a good video of him with his wife and they're trapping a spider in their garage <laughs> oh <laughs> <He's> god like, <laughs> Man, what a life.
1: <laughs> Big <Yeah>. time. <laughs>
0: right, like I think he was like thrown out of like a local production. Him and his wife were like in a play in like upstate mm. New York and he like slapped a woman in rehearsal or something mm. crazy.
2: Fantastic I- actor can't. at his peak. He was yes. so good. He
0: was so good. as like Cousin Eddie is such a fun fucking character. Super yeah. funny. Made it through like 12 of those movies and was like <laughs> the highlight of all of them somehow.
2: And what's that Nicholson movie he got a- an Oscar nomination for? Oh, the
0: Hal Ashby. Uh, yeah. Not funny the early one the uh, the last detail the is last it? detail yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the navy one uh where they're like driving The <laughs> a legit
2: good actor who just went insane yeah <laughs> what a bummer
0: uh what what are we hoping out of the rest so we, next up we get for star wars we get rogue one right then episode 8 right yeah
2: um, we get Rogue One this Christmas is it gonna yeah, be like Rogue every One Christmas, Christmas time more or, so, or less they're just right? owning Disney's just owning Christmas with Star Wars yeah. which I think is very smart which is such I'm a good I'm fine with idea. that yeah.
0: yeah I'm cool with like Every Like, the weekend before I go home to visit my mom, every year for the rest of my life, I go to the Light and see yeah, a right. new Star Wars movie. <laughs> Please, Colon, a Star Wars film? I
3: spent Christmas at Disneyland last year. <laughs> Christmas Day at Disneyland. So, like, that's fine. I I'm think ready.
2: What I heard is I heard uh, that the spin-off movies are not going to have an opening crawl, which is interesting. Oh, oh weird. Yeah. But I think that kind that of makes weird. sense. Like, you reserve that for the canonical. Right. I guess it's all canon, but you reserve that for the, you know, mainline. Main series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah um and yeah i'm just really interested to see what they do with it like are they going to have things like i don't know i mean they they can they can play with the chronology a little bit in the within the movie if they don't have to try to to fit the conventions of the existing star wars films with these spinoffs i just wonder what they're going to do exactly yeah i
0: wonder if we're going to get like the uh like the um falcon in the ant-man movie you know are yeah, we gonna totally, get yeah. like right. are we gonna see like general organa at some point be like oh she wouldn't be general organa in rogue one so rogue one takes place like before episode four before episode yeah. four yeah in between three and four so are we gonna yeah. be like the Trade Federation is collapsing. <laughs> like, like, I wonder how much they're going to owe to episode three in, in this movie.
2: Yeah, we're seeing Newt Gunray <laughs> meet up with Grand Moff Tarkin to connect the two trilogies. Oh, um, God. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I really, w- I think they're just not going to touch on the prequel stuff more, but I think we're going to start, there's a street prequel stuff all that much, but I think we're going to start seeing more and more of it because I think there were cool things you could pull out. Like, we could revisit Kashyyyk and that would be awesome because that was cool in episode three yeah. So they've,
0: they've got to go back to Endor. There's got to be yeah. some Ewoks line. Like if if you're looking at what if if they're gonna rip Marvel off or they are Marvel, I guess it's all one. <laughs> yeah, Palmer, yeah right? everything. Like Disney now owns ESPN, Marvel, and Star Wars.
1: Crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Disney owns like my childhood from like ages yeah. four to eighteen. Like they own like everything that I was into the Sports Center and uh, nerd movies. If they're going to go the route of Marvel and have like... Which I think what Marvel does well is some of the movies aren't... They don't all have to be comic book movies. They could be a noir or a fantasy Mm -hmm. or something like... I think they're doing it more with the Netflix series. But that's going to be really exciting if like Star Wars makes a legit G-rated fucking Ewok movie. Like a kid's Ewok movie. That's just like adults can go see it if they want. But it feels (laughs) like they would never not go Four Quadrants billion dollar uh, attempt, right? Billion dollar swings. Will they do... A Netflix series about uh, X-wing pilots.
2: That's a yeah. I guess a good question. I mean, I, that I that don't know. I mean, fun. you would think that they would they might as well right but i don't know i I think they're just they're testing the water i think they're gonna be a little bit more tentative with star wars than with marvel because with marvel it was like well let's take our shot because these these haven't been movies before but the star wars property intellectual property was established as a film it doesn't have this huge backlog of stories that they can pull from right so it's not
0: like you would be creating characters whole cloth whereas in marvel you do have like uh, Luke Cage is a character. The Punisher, the Daredevil, they are all characters. Right, be like forcing it a little bit. Yeah, so but, I like, think I would watch take like the a time Jedi with Academy it. show that was just like all out of co- like oh
3: man and, you know, totally
0: just sort of like mapping like a dojo sort of storyline over a Jedi
1: Academy.
2: Yeah, my dream is a, a Mace Windu like very very early <laughs> on Mace Windu movie <laughs> when he when him and Qui Gon were like in Jedi Academy together oh, like way so way back awesome. in the day. <laughs>
0: It's like a 48 hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mace Windu shows up and he's like Beverly Hills cop. It's like, he's like, put a banana in his tail, <laughs> Like He's just like over the top. Oh my God. <laughs> like, that'd be really like, that would be, I mean, this is makes no sense, but it'd be really yeah. insane to have a Mace Windu storyline where it's like, like, it's like a racial intense. Like, where you got a black guy. Meanwhile, there's like Yodas and like guys with like <laughs> four arms
1: and like weird
0: uh, Rodians and whatever. It's like a black human. <laughs> like, they're it's like, like oh. still weird about it. <laughs> it would be such a. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a Spider Man holding. That's a guy with eight arms holding eight lightsabers. I'm sorry. You know, read the sign. <laughs> Need not apply. Um,. Uh... Uh... <laughs> Well, yeah. Let's let's. That's a great. Let's go. That was a great pitch, Erin. Do you have a dream expanded universe? They're making fucking. Te- they're God. they're greenlighting ten movies a year. What's the movie that you wish you could see?
3: God, I don't know. I mean, the obvious answer to me is always like anything Princess Leia.
0: Well, like <laughs> I was going to pitch on your behalf, like a Princess Leia prequel, where you know? she's just mm. sort of like that diplomat slash spy that she was played. You know, recast as like, you know, Riley Koo or whatever her name is. Is that who I'm thinking of? The <laughs> chick from Girlfriend Experience? She kind of reminds oh, me of like a young, oh, oh, from the movie, from yeah. the show Girlfriend okay. Experience. She's beautiful. Yeah, but yeah. But she yeah. reminds me of a young Carrie Fisher because she's like stoic and can be funny and wise ass. I know yeah, what you mean. Interesting. Yeah.
3: Well, because like she must have, she, she. Princess Leia must have at some point been like a respectful princess, and then like watching the change to like what she becomes and like, how to we join see the her. Rebel like, Alliance. I'm yeah. into that. I'm yeah. into that origin story a lot. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would watch an entire movie of her dressed up as that bounty hunter that she uses. To yeah, sl- that she dressed. The voice that sounds like a fucking vocoder a little bit sounds like T Pain. Yeah, T
2: Pain. There's also too like because that's an interesting thing because she's kind of playing it as. She clearly, you know, in episode four, she's like, "This is a diplomatic mission." They're yeah. trying to claim that that she's she's functioning in her capacity as right. a princess while still secretly facilitating the Rebel Alliance. So yeah, there's all sorts of. That's kind of like a house of cards sort of yes. approach you could right. take.
0: Yeah, yeah that, this is the fun game: is yeah. to map uh, other content that you already <laughs> like. <laughs> You're like, oh, because in my head, I was like, it would be really fucking cool to see like. um like a group of rebels invading something and you just play it out like a fucking Navy SEAL movie like you play yeah, it out yeah, like yeah. a yeah. Navy SEAL movie but it's just with blasters and the cool uh, someone's got the for- you know they're like they're taking out like oh, Bin Laden yeah. like, <laughs> 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 like I'm just thinking about movies I like I'm like oh yeah that would be so sick <laughs> Like a Wookiee Conan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh Chewbacca just gets a sword and like fights his way through the Kashik wasteland.
3: <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the Star Wars Christmas special?
2: Some of it. it. I can't bear I can't I honestly I've tried to watch it ironically a few times and I can't bear to get through all of it. It's just so hard to, to yeah. stomach. There's a
0: few things in the I've world never that tried. there's not enough weed for. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's one of them like I can't even like <laughs> I've lost the ability to ironically watch things, too. Yeah. Like, I have already, I'm have. i just cringing now. Like, yeah. I'm just giving notes if I can't really, like, enjoy it. I'm just like, why is this character even looking in that direction? Wait, like, but
2: you saw London Has Fallen.
0: And when I saw London Has Fallen, I was in Whole Hog. <laughs> gotcha. There's something about, like, these over-the-top violent movies that work on me. But I do understand that it's crazy to have a shot of Aaron Eckhart, who's playing the U.S. president, yes. shooting an MP5 at terrorists and killing them. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> I saw the, speaking of just one last, <laughs> side, I saw that 13 Hours, the Michael Bay Benghazi movie oh, yeah. starring um, John, Krasinski? John Krasinski oh, trying God, right. to Chris Pratt himself and, not, oh, and no. failing. There's a sequence where four terrorists or whatever they may be are shooting AK-47s at an American flag on a flagpole. Oh, <laughs> it's oh like my God. shredding and they're like, yeah! <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and in Back to London Has Fallen, uh, Gerard Butler says go back to fuck Hedistan or wherever you're from and then like bashes a dude's head in oh
3: my god (laughs) look I wanna see a London as fuck you you really there's
0: it's really intense there's like I wanna watch scenes where like it's like the biggest terrorist attack in like global history and it's like just too intense like you know those like red marching Buckingham Palace soldiers? Yes. There's a sequence where they all are revealed to be terrorists undercover. Oh, like, my God. all of these marching Buckingham soldiers with like the big black hats turn and op- take out machine guns and just fire into
3: a crowd.
2: All and right, all this sounds fucking awesome. Oh, <laughs> my God. This sounds great.
3: Look, I loved Olympus has fallen, I loved White House down. Yeah. Those backing up my love, I actually of did Independence like Olympus Day. Is Fallen.
2: Yeah, yeah, Olympus um,
3: Fallen is be- way
0: better than White House Down. I thought too.
3: So uh, I really liked White House Down. <laughs> me too. But-
2: this is this ties into Independence Day as well. Aaron. One of my favorite like characters in general in movies is the president. Yeah, like, yes! it's just used in such a funny way. <laughs> but it's it's like fun to wa- go back and watch movies from the the late '60s and, and '70s when it was kind of like the Nixon era, and then you know you, they, basically the presidents were ah. Nixon. Whoa whoa excuse us. Arthur does not like Watergate. No, no um, <laughs> uh, a big time lib. Yeah. Lib Tard. It, it was it was, it was, you know, you had Nixon and then Ford and then Carter. And the president, like a movie like Escape from New York, is just an incompetent sniveling coward. Oh yeah. He's, just he's like, like, he's like he's me. He's legitimately
0: seen being molested. He's got yeah. like a woman's wig on and is being like yeah. <laughs> gang raped by like insane uh, cyberpunks in Escape from New York. I love <laughs> that. I love the reveal when he goes to find the the president literally as a blonde. And they're like, wah, 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 and they're like honking at him, He's going, like, I'm like, this is fucking
2: crazy. Yeah, and then it turns out to be corrupt in the end. And then, then you know, post Reagan, yeah. the president became a hero, like an action hero, yeah. and like we we end up with what you're saying, like Eckhart wielding an MP5. <laughs> yeah. It is really crazy though, because yeah. like like Bill Pullman would not have existed. Bill Pullman and Independence Day would not have existed. In a movie made in 1975. Right, right, right No right. way.
0: Like, I'm a pilot. They're like, get out of here, you scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to <laughs> us. He would be like, let's I surrender, believe, yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. surrender
2: to the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and he would end him yeah, with they crying a in business. Himself. Deal. They
0: promised me I could be a president of a quadrant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Artie Barks, gets up, leaves, and then comes back in like, all right, well, back to the conversation. <laughs> Come on, asshole. <laughs> we're trying to wrap it up here. <laughs> yeah, join back in. Sorry, what did I miss? You guys talking Aaron <laughs> Um, Guys, thank you so much for coming again to talk to me about Star Wars. I feel like we're going to get enough tweets that uh, – we're going to have to answer some questions. We're going to have to go to, we're going to have to go to bat here. I feel like you are going to ask us some shit, but so be prepared for that. But let's throw out our, uh, Nick, where can we find you online? Um, Maybe I'll do, I'll try to do your guys' quotes for you. So you are at, I don't know, at Nick Weiger, right? Yes. At Nick Weiger. Um, you, have, you host a fucking hilarious podcast with former guest Mike Mitchell. Uh, former guest. Make it seem like he's never coming back. <laughs> former friend and guest. <laughs> now he's dead to me. Uh, you host a podcast called Doughboys, which, uh, I full disclosure, I was a guest on, but I fucking love that show. I've Thank you, Gabrus. Thanks for saying that. You are my... I come out on Thursday morning. My podcast comes out on Thursday mornings, and I have to remember every Thursday morning I'm like tweet out about yours and then listen to Doughboys (laughs) 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 Um, and also if you haven't seen um uh is it Gungam style? Is that Gungan the, style. Gungan style is what the video is called. It's maybe one of my favorite internet videos of all time. And apropos of what we're talking about now.
2: <laughs> yeah, This I, I made this and it's this kind of meta take on... I worked for Funny or Die for three years and had to make a lot of like garbage topical content just to turn it out just because it's like your job. And it's just sort of a meta take on that. It came out at the time with Gangnam Style. Uh, was big, and so it's Gungan style with Jar Jar singing a parody version of that song, but then it just kind of falls apart. So yeah, d- d- check that out if you have a chance. Pre, to that
0: was pre having really known who you were. I think I was living in New York maybe when it came out too, and I was just like, this is the funniest and this oh, is so dark that. and so yeah. interesting <laughs> and like I would make people watch and be like stay stay no 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 don't give up it yet don't give up it yet uh, um, anything else that you want to plug Nick?
2: Ah, I think you hit the hit the big ones thanks the big,
0: the big one? <laughs> it's the big I hit the big, one. big ones your podcast and a five year old web video? because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like present- printing
2: residuals off yeah <laughs> I got nothing else going on
0: Remember Nick, he made that video five years ago, disappeared, came out and started doing a podcast?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, EML, you're unbelievable. Tell us. Uh, you're at Erin Mallory Long. In I full, am. In full on Twitter. In full. And if, you, if you're if you a fan of Star Wars t-shirts or...
1: <laughs> if,
0: if you are a listener of this, of course, if you're a listener to High and Mighty, you're a fan of cute outfits. Erin <laughs> is knocking it out of the park on Instagram and Twitter, always with... Head to toes, Sunnies are some sort of, uh, like, you, you did, if I, st- correct me if I'm wrong, this is such a weird thing to plug, but it's just, uh, it was so perfect, you did a week of Star Wars clothes? I did. A week of Simpsons clothes? Yep. And is there, has there been any other
3: weeks? I did a week, it started with a week of, di- I did a job for four weeks, so I did a week of dinosaur shirts, <laughs> and then I did. You
0: did, like, a social experiment, but brought us along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, and then Simpsons,
3: and then Star Wars, and then just a general, like. Nerd t-shirts for the week I was in Comic Con.
0: When I was in high school, I, I I tried it and for two weeks wore the same Hawaiian shirt and shorts to school every single day and no one even noticed. Wow.
3: <laughs> it took my coworkers a surprisingly long time to figure out that I was dressed in themes and then they started following me on Twitter and being like, oh, so what's your shirt today? And I'm like, ha. Like <laughs> Yeah. And then they were like, how many T-shirts do you have? And I was like, a lot. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Um, And what's the name of your podcast? Uh, My podcast is called Best of Friends Podcast. Boff. If anyone's, yeah, boff. If anyone's into the TV show Friends, uh, Jamie Woodham and I host it. Um. We have Excellent. a good time. We mostly talk about something unrelated to Friends,
0: so so if you don't like <laughs> Friends, but potentially like you or Jamie, listen yeah, to it. Yeah, <laughs> and if you do like Friends, listen to it because we talk about it a little yeah. enough. <laughs> we're you know we're trying out here. We're hitting the three quadrants: people who like Friends, people who don't like <laughs> Friends, people who might like me.
3: There's something for everyone over (laughs) there. There's
0: something
1: for everyone.
0: People who like friends, people who don't like friends, I got it all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the binary world from EML. I'm ready for you. Anything else you'd like to plug?
3: No, that's it. You can find me at Aaron Mallory Long anywhere. I do stupid videos. I do. A whole bunch of dumb internet things. So. I
0: do a bunch of dumb internet things. You know, if there's not a better explanation for our entire career. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> just like, trying, I'm trying to monetize to do, it.
0: I'm trying to do slightly less dumb TV things, but for now, I'm doing mostly dumb internet things. Yeah. <laughs> Check me out. I'm trying. Yep. Um, as always, I'm at John Gabrus. No H's and those tweeted us. If anything we missed talking about Star Wars, uh, you know, rail against us for uh, incorrect point of view on uh, Force Awakens <laughs> or whatever. Uh, as always, rate me five stars. Roast me in the comments, and I'll read it on the show. And uh, buy yourself some high and mighty swag and download these other two people's. And and you know what? Even if you don't listen, subscribe at least. Get the numbers up there. (laughs) That's my big thing is like, if you're not going to listen to my podcast, just subscribe. I'm not asking you. I have friends that I don't follow up on when I tell them. I don't want to know if my friends are listening to my podcast or not. You just want to assume they are and just never talk to you about it. (laughs) just never speak about it. So that's why when I do actually listen or watch a friend's thing, I go out of my way to make sure they tell them. (laughs) Um, guys, thank you for joining me again, Arthur. Thank you, sir. <laughs> now he's now he's chill. Yeah. Finally, as we're done. Holy shit, we just talked about Star Wars for ninety minutes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Almost exclusively Star Wars. Almost. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, guys.
3: Thank you.